Orla Paragimel Mishnah Test 3.9, and unfortunately the last Mishnah of the Masechta, we've come to the end. Here in our Mishnah, we're going to contrast Talachas of Orla with Kilah Um And in truth, we'll discuss three different Talachic phenomena. We'll discuss Orla, which you know about, Kilah HaKerem, which are grains or greens, vegetables that are planted in the vineyard. And both of those are Asr Bahana, not just Asr Di, but also to get benefit from, as we've seen before. We'll also discuss Chadash. Chadash is this year's new crop. Um, of grain, which may not be eaten until the second day of Pesach, when the Korban Omer is brought, or in the event that you haven't got a base of Mikdash, like nowadays, instead of um, bringing the Omer instead once that second day of Pesach passes, so then all of the grain that has already taken root will be permitted, um, and any grain that hasn't yet taken root will be forbidden until next year, when the next Pesach rolls around, and you bring the Korban Omer, Bez Hashem, or failing that at least the second day of Pesach passes. So, we're going to talk about those three phenomena, the Orla, Kilaya Karim, and, and Chadash, um, and we'll discuss how the halachas apply to three different zones, halachic zones, in Eretz Yisrael, in Chutz Laaretz, and in Surya. Surya, you'll recall, is that, is that um, region to the north of Israel, basically modern-day Syria, which was conquered by David Melech, but the conquest, even though it had the sanction of the Sanhedrin, etc., and was done prior to the completion of the complete conquest of Eretzral proper, since certain lands like Yerushalayim were held by Canaanite tribes, not Jewish tribes, Jew, the Jews. And that being the case, um, it doesn't have the halachic status of Eretzral proper, but since it uh, was nearby and could be easily confused, and there was a contiguous, contiguous um, population even between Eretzral and Syria, so the Chazal basically, loosely speaking, treat Syria like Eretz Israel. Um, but we'll see um, some nuanced differences in this Mishnah, and there are others as well. Um, we'll also discuss not just three different mitzvahs and three different zones, but also um, three different kinds of way which something could be usher. We'll have Doraisa, meaning that would be good old-fashioned from the, the Torah itself, from the Psukim, or a drush from the Psukim. We'll have Halach Lemosha Misinai. Halach Lemosha Misinai is um, a tradition we have that goes back to our Sinai, meaning it is a Doraisa, but not mentioned in any Pasuk. What makes it a Halach Lemosha Misinai is the tradition exists, um, but there's no Pasuk explicitly or even a Drasha implicit in the Psukim, which um, make this um, clear to us, but the tradition is that it is forbidden. And that will be the Halachas as they apply to Orla. As I said in the introduction to the Masechta, Orla is Asrin Chutzlaretz as well as in Eretz Yisrael. This is unusual. Usually the mitzvahs, Hatulis Ba'aretz, the, the mitzvahs that depend on Eretz Yisrael as opposed to Chutzlaretz are the agricultural ones, but Orla is an exception to that rule. We have a Halacha Lemosh Sinai, a tradition that even in Chutzlaretz, Orla is forbidden. And that tradition, that Halacha Lemosh Sinai, has, it comes with a caveat. The actual tradition was that not only it, is it Aster and Chutzlaretz, but also, that if it's Suffolk Orla, if we're not sure about the status of a particular fruit, so then the halacha is that it is permitted to be consumed in the Chutzlarts. In contrast, in Eretz Yisrael, Suffolk Orla would be forbidden, as is typically the case, the usual case of a Suffolk Doraisa, anything that's forbidden by the Torah, whose status we're not sure of is a Suffolk. Um, if it's a Doraisa, we have to normally go to Chumrah and be strict. Um, in contradistinction to a Suffolk Durabanan, if you have a Suffolk that arises from a rabbinic um, obligation, so then we go Suffolk Durabanan Lakula, we will go leniently. So here, the peculiar case of Orla is that it's a Doraisa, in as much as it's a Halachal Moshmi Sinai, 
but the halachim of Sinai also says that it's, if it's a suffix, in Chutzarts we go lakula. Okay? And finally, we'll see good old-fashioned um, durabanans that uh, are referred to in the Mishnah as divrei sofrim. So again, three mitzvahs, orla, kilaya kerem, and chadash, three zones, Eretz Yisrael, Suri, and Chutzarts, and three ways in which the make be aser, Doraisa, Halachal Sinai, and Durabanan. The mission says inside, Sfeik Orla, if you have something, a fruit, which is a Safik Orla. So, Be'eretz Yisrael, Asar. In Eretz Yisrael, it's forbidden. So, for example, if you have a non-Jew who owns a field in Eretz Yisrael, and in the field is growing an apple tree, and he has some ap- apple trees, I guess, and some apple trees that he owns are within their first three years, and are Orla, and some are older, they're regular, grown-up um, Ilanot that aren't subject to Orla. And he's standing outside in the street with his little, you know, selling his apples from his from his uh, apple orchard. Now, we've already established that a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael, his parents is subject, are subject to the Lachas of Orla. But here, we're not sure if the apples he's selling on the side of the road they came from his apple orchard, if they're from the orla trees or they're from the not orla trees. So that would be the suffix we're talking about here. And in such a scenario, in Eretz Yisrael, the rule is suffix doraisa lechumra. We're not sure, and therefore we have to be strict, and one may not buy and eat an apple. Uva Surya mutter. However, in Surya, which is not Eretz Yisrael, the Chazal were lenient, uh, like in the rest of Chutzlaretz. That is to say that one could buy apples in my example, um, from a non-Jew in Surya, even though one knows he has oral apple trees, um, because who said it actually came from that apple tree? It could have come from one of the non-oral apple trees. However, there is still some restriction, in as much as in Surya, one may not tell the Goy to go and pick apples for him. Um, that is a stricture that the Chazal added, at least in Surya. Uvachutzla arts outside of Syria, you know, in New York or Australia, wherever it is, um, or of course even Egypt or Jordan, etc. So then, Yored, the Jew can go into the property of the non-Jewish farmer, Velokeach, and he can purchase directly from the non-Jew on his property, um, even if he's the Jew is unaware of any of the trees being non-Orla trees. It doesn't matter because it's still possible. And provide that the fruit he's buying is not orla fruit, and we're lenient in chutzarts. There's no such thing as being a problem of orla. Sadukolas mutter, bilvajlo yir enu loket. Provided that the Jew doesn't see the uh, Gentile actually picking the fruit off of the immature tree, because then it's not a suffix at all. Then it's a vade orla and vade orla. Certain orla is forbidden, um, but if there's any less uncertainty, it becomes permitted in chutzarts for orla. So that's the Orla Halachas. Now let's talk about Kilai HaKerem. Kerem, Natua Yarak, if one has a vineyard, and in the vineyard are vegetables that have been planted. So then, V'yark Nimkar Chutzalo, you have a non-Jew who had the vineyard, and he has some vegetables, and some of his vegetables grow in the vineyard, and some grow out of the vineyard, and you don't know which vegetables he's selling here on the side of the road. Be'eretz Yisrael Aser, in Eretz Yisrael you can't buy those vegetables, because... Again, it's a suffix doraisa. If vegetables grow in the vineyard, they're asr bahana. You can't eat them, and that's medoraisa. And therefore, even though it's a suffix here, suffix doraisa the chumra, so you can't buy those vegetables. Uvasuria um, mutar. If you're talking about in Surya, however, we are going to be lenient. That is to say, in 
um, like it's only a mitzvah de Rabbanan. Everyone agrees that there is no obligations outside of Eretz Yisrael to keep um, Kila HaKerem. And that being the case, it's just a Durabanan. And if it's a Suffolk, Suffolk Durabanan Lakula. Let me speak out for a second. That there is a Chiv Durabanan to not plant Kila HaKerem in Chutzvart. If you failed to mention that before, I'm sorry. Um, the Chazal felt that even though most mitzvahs are Tuluyas Barats, most of the Eretz Yisrael dependent mitzvahs have no real application in Chutzvart at all, since the Torah went out of its way to say that Kilai HaKerem is so bad that it's actually forbidden not just to eat, but even to get any benefit whatsoever from. So Chazal took a cue from the Torah and made even Kilai HaKerem and Chutzlar, forbidden Midurabanan. But here in Surya, we're in outside of Eretz Yisrael. We're only talking about a Durabanan. And since it's just a Durabanan, and we're talking about a Suffolk, we're not sure that this vegetable is Kilai HaKerem vegetable. So therefore, we'll be lenient and say, Mutar, one could buy the vegetable. Uva Chutzlarts, if you're talking about in Chutzlarts, proper, beyond Surya, Yard Veloket, the Jew could even go into the vineyard where the vegetables are growing and purchase the vegetables directly from the non-Jew, even if the Jew knows full well that the, in the Vada, he knows that the vegetables are Kilai HaKerem vegetables, because the restriction with the abundant on Kilai HaKerem in Chutzlaretz only applies to Jews and where they either planted or picked the Kilai HaKerem, the vegetables, if we're talking about vegetables. But if a Jew has the non-Jew picket, so there's no problem whatsoever, um, the Jew didn't plant it, the Jew didn't pick it, and therefore even if he knows full well, 100%, this vegetable grew beneath the grapevine, it doesn't matter, in Chutzlaretz, the vegetable is permitted. The restriction is that the Jew himself can't do the picking, because if the Jew does the picking, or the planting for that matter, so then he's over the Isra Durabanan of Kilai HaKerem in Chutzlaretz. And finally, Chadash, Chadash again, this year's grain crop, Chadash, Asram in HaTorah B'chol Makom, says the Tana here, that anywhere, meaning both in Eretz and in Chutzlaretz, the Torah prohibits Chadash, the new grain crop, until the second day of Pesach, when the Korban Omer is brought, or found that when there's the end of the day. Um, this is the Stam Mishnah over here, so it sounds for our Mishnah cut and dry that the Isra of Chadash applies equally in Madurais and Eretzrael and in Chutzlaretz. That, however, is not so simple. There is another Mishnah in the first parak of Kedushin, where we have a Machlokas, if there is Chadash applicable in Chutzlaretz Madurais'a. It's a Machlokas based on a Pasuk, how to, how to translate, how to understand the Joshua B'chomosh Vaseichem in all of your dwelling places, if that's referring to something in the land of Israel at the beginning of the conquest of Israel, or if it's referring to Jewish homes even outside of the land of Israel. Tana over here certainly holds it means anywhere in the world, and normally the Lach is like a Stam Mishnah. However, the Mishnah in Kedushin teaches, um, has some Machlokas over there, uh, where you have um, people who disagree with Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Kiva who say it is applicable in Chutzvart. Um However, other Tanaim, like Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shimon, hold that it does not apply in Midoran Chutzvart. Um And fashionably, the rule is that if you have a Stam Mishnah and then after that a Machlokas, which is the case here, in Zerayim we have a Stam Mishnah where it says Asr Minatora, in Kedush we have a Machlokas, but in Tanaim if it's Asr Mutar in Chutzlaretz, Midoraisa. So the post can actually come out split on the Lach of Chadash. The truth is that the preponderance of Rishonim do learn that Chadash is Asr in Chutzlaretz, Midoraisa, um, and that's certainly how the, even the Shulchan Aruch Paskins However, there are some Rishonim who are 
um, lenient to learn that in Chutzlaretz it's Mutter Midoraisa. And for hundreds of years, 500 years already, um, the Poskim have made some effort to rationalize the leniency that has clearly crept into all of Ashkenazi Jewry of being lenient and not being concerned with eating Chadash and Chutzlaretz in Europe. Um, The rationale for that certainly was driven at least in part by the fact that food was hard to come by um, that time of year in those places, um, and therefore the post can look for ways to rationalize eating chadash and chutzlarts. Um, the truth is those explanations are quite difficult to understand, and although the tradition, the custom seemed to have been for a long time to be lenient, the pendulum seems to have swung another way, and more and more um, are being machmer and not eating chadash and chutzlarts. So that's what's in the halach l'maysa. The post can are um, a little bit split on, on the halacha l'maysa. Therefore, the Mishnah ends up by saying, summing up here, it says that while chadash is asr min torah that everywhere chadash is asr midoraisa, va'orla halacha. The restrictions on orla and chutzlaretz is only based on a halacha, meaning a halacha l'moshem Sinai. Um, and again, the halacha l'moshem Sinai, the tradition has embedded in it the separate caveat that if it's a suffolk orla, it's mutter. And finally, hakilaim, when it comes to kilaim, meaning specifically kilai hakerem, not just kilai zraim, not any mixed seeds like wheat and barley, no, that's not a problem at all uh, in Chutzlaretz, but Kilai HaKerem, wheat or barley growing inside a vineyard, those are restricted, Medivere Sofrim, even in Chutzlaretz, Medivere Sofrim, meaning Medivere Banan. And with that, Solak Masachas Orla, Rosh Hashem, we finish Masachas Orla, and the next and final Masachta we will learn in Seder Zroim is Bikurim.